Now, it's health and well-being with naturopath Peter Mullen. Normally with Peter Mullen, he is still away enjoying the good life on holidays and uh, one of the other naturopaths that we've got at the moment, Amanda Trigger. Amanda, you're in and Peter's on holiday, so someone drew the short straw. Yeah, he got to go and sit on the beach for a couple of weeks, which is much needed for him. Nice. Seeing a lot of stuff come through, he's enjoying his time away. I hope so. I hope so. He'll come back to busyness when he he hits the... He's missing us, though. I can tell. Of course. I can tell. Look, uh, a big half hour on the radio this afternoon. How to reduce toxic load. What what is that going to look like for us? Look, we're going to start with what is toxic load and how we start to decrease the amount of toxins we're exposed to on a daily basis and we'll move forward through there. This is one that I just don't even think of at all because we accept the other stuff, we eat it, we drink it and we we know that there's potential exposure there but Mm. how tricky is it with the clothes? Yeah, and it's really tricky to have that pure life where you only wear natural coloured linens and cottons that are undyed and, Mm. you know... Or wear a birthday suit or something. Right. (laughs) So we are exposed Mm. on a daily basis and I guess making sure that you're washing your clothes really well before you're wearing them, buying the least amount of dyes and um, the chemical synthetic fabrics as you can. The other thing is the home that we surround ourselves in, new homes that are being built now, we're having... It's called off-gassing, so the chemicals coming out of the carpets, brand-new carpets that have been dyed, the paint chemicals and the smells coming off the walls, um, even furniture as well. So is this... I mean, this is kind of like the home version of the new car smell, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. And imagine having that new car smell that you sit in all of the time. So people that have new homes doing things like leaving their windows open a lot to allow those gases to escape rather than shutting everything up and popping on the heater or the air conditioner and keeping everything so close. So some other things that uh, our toxins can come into? Yeah, so, I mean... Think about how many things you put onto your skin on a daily basis. I deal with a lot of women in clinic and when we start to break down what they're using or what their children and children, teenagers are using on their body, deodorant, face cream, moisturiser, makeup, lipstick, face cleanser, shampoo, conditioner, hair dyes. Oh, you got that one in. Thank, <laughs> thank you. That's, so, I mean, how a lot of this stuff, it, it sort of sinks in. Well, I, got to, I do that fortnightly, so that's a problem for me, I guess. Yeah, look, and there are mm. other options. You don't have to choose not to have these products. Mm. Just switching over to the most chemical-free, organic style of product that you possibly can use. Is that is that as easy, though, as we... we I mean, it's easy to say, but, mm. I mean, is that is that easy or is that can be a bit of a, 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 a tricky road to try and find... Look, I would start with one thing at a time. Mm. Look at how many things you're putting on on a daily basis and choose one of them that you can find a really good substitute for. I think the time of the world that we're living in now, we have such good opportunities to switch over to non-chemical organic formulations and they're really readily available and actually not too expensive. Mm. It start, like you said, start on the journey of one item and, yeah. and you'll, 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 you'll enjoy the process of doing that too. Mm. So the toxins, once we've got them, uh, where do they go through our body and what happens next? Yeah, so whether they're absorbed through our skin, through breathing them in um, or through the food that we're eating, we actually need need our liver to be quite switched on and able to deal with those toxins and our kidneys as well and we eliminate them daily through our skin and feces and urine as well so i was just going to say the then if we're looking at how we eliminate those toxins and i mean a simple one is bpa lots of people know about bpa linings in our cans 
And BPA is an estrogenic chemical that we need to detox from daily. So often we'll have this build-up of chemicals within our body. If we think about medication coming into our body or anything extra that our liver needs to process, it does put that extra load onto the liver to try and get rid of that. So making sure all of those organs are working really well. If we don't uh, take on this process of trying to reduce the, the amount of toxins, what can the outcome be for our for our bodies? Look, it's different for everybody. Um helping to reduce our toxin load it helps to allow our liver to process what's going on much better so some signs and symptoms that you might have too high of a toxic load might be things like getting headaches regularly it might be having gut dysfunction it might be that you're getting itchy skin and discomfort in your skin as well it might be that you're starting to get other signs and symptoms of exhaustion or lethargy or fatigue as well okay so it can affect all of us differently but there are some pretty obvious signs that something might be going on. Yeah, and look, this time of year, traditionally going from winter into spring is the time that our liver really wants to be up and running anyway. So it's a great time to have a look and we call it the spring cleanse. In our, you know, you get that busyness in home that you want to clean everything and get organised. Our body's actually trying to do the same thing. So it's a fantastic time to start really looking at our lives at this point. Peter Mullet, back next week? Mm, good question. I think he's back next week. Oh. I get to go on holidays next week. Oh, so you don't really care then? No. no we'll just be, wave to him as I pass. be another few weeks you don't see your boss. So that's a wonderful <laughs> That's like, actually sounds like a real holiday, doesn't it? We're talking this this afternoon about reducing our toxic load. Toxins seem to be everywhere. Now, if, if we do want to sort of take some steps, Amanda, to uh, reduce the amount of toxins that are, that, are, that are on us and in us, what are some of those tips? How can we start? Where do we start? Where do you start? What a good question. Um, I think starting with one product at a time. Think about one area of your life that you're really heavily exposed to toxins. So it might be for some people their workplace that they're exposed to the toxins. It might be home, it might be in their car, it might be what they put on their skin. So I think probably, you know, easy one is your cleaning products. Start looking at your cleaning products. There's lots of synthetic versions that have phytates, parabens, so many of the, the different chemical formulations out there for cleaning products that start to, um, they call them endocrine disrupting chemicals. So they actually come into our body and disrupt this endocrine system that's involved in our hormonal regulation. So, so many parts of our body are affected, but switching to natural alternatives um, that are pretty economical and switching out as you run out of the product, starting to make healthier choices in those cleaning products. Just one by one. One yep. I, I don't mind as well, and this is a fairly easy one, it's just when it comes to food, just changing the types of containers that we store things in. Definitely. So plastic containers, which everyone knows about plastics, which is fantastic, but they have a big endocrine disrupting chemical um, focus. So BPA, which was actually originally designed as an estrogenic formulation before they started to use it in food product um, storage. But now we're also looking at BPEs and BPS instead of just BPA. So all chemicals can transfer into food, especially when they're hot. And so really simple transition is just store things in glass. Don't have plastics in the home. Choose glass over plastic. Uh, what about stainless steel? Is that a good option? Too? Yeah, definitely. And there's lots of low-tox sort of kids' lunchbox styles that you can use oh, for adults' lunchboxes as mm. well that are stainless steel. That, that's, I reckon that's a nice easy one because it's not... Once you've replaced the containers, you've got them. So you, you don't really have to... Um, 
it's not an ongoing cost. Definitely. And they're really cost effective. They don't then crack and break and have to be thrown out. So we're reducing our toxic load onto the environment as well. The next one on your list I find very interesting, limit exposure to air pollution. Mm. And your first point is avoid walking or exercising along main roads. I've thought of this for a while. You see a lot of folks riding their bicycles on the main road or on a highway and I think how is that good for you you're you're breathing in a lot faster and you're getting all those chemicals in so um, maybe that's a good place to start too yeah and look taking the back streets when you can can help to reduce your exposure also we've got beautiful spaces Mm. within the Newcastle and Hunter Valley region that we can exercise away from those main roads Um, I would say all the way down to around the coal mining sites being really aware that the, at the moment, the air pollution within Singleton is pretty high as well. Uh, what about water filters? This is a really important one. The water that we drink, and where you know we know our bodies are very high percentage of water, but it can reduce exposure to compounds like chlorine and fluoride, and both of these can have a health impact on our thyroid as well. And our thyroid controls so much of our metabolic metabolic rate. What about uh, when it comes to air fresheners and perfumes? Because uh, yeah, most homes you go into, or most places, they've got sort of something spraying in the background. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on those? Look, it continues to surprise me, the amount of people that put chemical regular sprays that go off on like a, an hourly basis. They give a spray of air freshener in the room. While the people are inside and exposure to things like headaches and hay fever and asthma are all increasing. Um, the Any sort of scent that you do have, try and go as natural as you can. You know, use some essential oils in a diffuser rather than the fragrances that are being produced. There is another low-cost solution too. If you've got a stuffy room, you can open up a window and get some actual fresh air. <laughs> it doesn't cost you a cent. I hear that's pretty good too. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, we mentioned food a little earlier and I guess this one will be a, a great way to sort of start looking at some other choices too. Yeah, so um, look I'd love to say that everyone could afford to buy all organic food. Gratefully, we have a fantastic farmer's market that runs every week. Um, And in Maitland, there's the slow food market that runs every week as well on a Thursday. We have got fantastic local growers who use very low levels of pesticide and chemicals. So if you can't afford organic produce, then having these pesticide free where you can as well. Um, Looking at organic meats and also meats that have been grass fed rather than grain fed will really help with health benefits as well. The last one on your list here is something that um, the gang from our uh, gardening talkback show would love on Mondays, create an indoor nursery. Yes. That'll keep them busy with questions for ages. Yeah, definitely. So there's some really beautiful plants that you can have indoors and they help to filter the air supply. So I've got a few clients down around um, the mining areas that use an air filter, but one of the best ways that they filter their air is by having indoor plants. Is, is this going to make a massive difference by having a few plants inside to sort of Uh, help that process? Look, definitely having that filtration aspect helps. It also really helps to connect you back into nature and things that are living and remind you to continue to water them daily and water yourself and yeah, look the things that you could look at are like the peace lilies, Boston ferns, aloe vera is beautiful, so any of the little um, succulents are gorgeous, bamboo as well. There is a way to. There are some ways to potentially increase uh, our toxic elimination. So, what's that all about? Mm. So, one we talked about earlier, really focusing on making sure our detox pathways are working, that our skin can sweat, that our bowels are opening every day, that our liver is working really effectively. Um, 
as I said, spring, great time to start eating things like your bit of greens, your broccolis, start doing those liver detox pushes, um, making sure you're getting tonnes of water each day that's filtered, like we talked about. Um, another way is to exercise. So exercise and moving our body helps our blood and lymph to move around the body and stops that toxic um, sluggishness, I guess. So it helps us to eliminate waste products and increases the delivery of nutrition and oxygen to all of the organs in the body. It is doing a detox something that we should all be uh, doing at least once a year or every so often? because, Or is it more of a buzzword that it's like, oh, it's okay, but we don't really need to? Yeah, look, when I went through uni and trained, I would say living a good life mm. and eating really well and being on top of all of your health needs would mean that you wouldn't. That's just not what I'm seeing. We're exposed all of the time to these toxins now. Um, and I think it's something that we just need to support our bodies for good health and helping to reduce chronic illness, detoxification once a year, looking at what we're putting on our bodies and looking at what we're putting in our bodies and doing a supported detox would be just ideal. And, of course, doing some of these, uh, uh, implementing some of the measures that you've been talking about this afternoon too. Yeah, look, and even um, dry skin brushing is fantastic. Doing that before you get into the shower, it's our skin is one of our major organs of elimination and it removes all that dead skin skin cells so is that basically us. pretty much as it sounds yeah, like with a brush just, you can buy the um they're quite hard and rigid brushes so they don't ever get wet so you stand in the shower getting ready for your shower and just brush up towards the heart all the time and that helps to detoxify as well why in that direction lymph glands go up and in towards the heart and that's how they get recirculated as well okay so whenever you're doing massage or brushing up towards your heart's always great and uh, one that i'm sure many will enjoy uh, that <laughs> some a lot of the other stuff will be like oh do i really have to but a spa treatment i don't think you would have to convince too many to, to want to do that no i think that's you know when you're doing your yearly detox having your spa treatment um linked in at the end of that that'd be pretty ideal i think so saunas and skin wraps can be great we used to do a, a yearly detox of um, 10 minutes in the sauna, two minutes in the plunge pool, <laughs> and then back into the sauna. That helps to, and a lot of elite level athletes will actually do this on a weekly basis. They'll go sauna to plunge pool um, really quickly to help that circulation to draw all the toxins back into the centre of the body and help that detoxification process. Why not spa, sauna? Just it all sounds very nice, Amanda. Yeah, look, massage as well can help detox as well. Uh, any final thoughts before we let you escape on detoxing? Look, I'd say even from birth, our children are now exposed to toxic loads. Um, a lot of these endocrine disrupting chemicals are impacting our health on a chronic level. Um, so bringing some awareness into our homes and into our workplaces are really important. Um, and just start making small, tiny steps towards change. And I think your body will just buzz. And thank you for it. How do you eat an elephant one bit at a time I guess bit, bit, bits and pieces one bit at a time yeah. that's right Amanda thank you for that we'll jump you back up to an eight and a half out of ten for your yes. effort today great that is uh, health and well-being done Peter Mullen will be back next week and oh, I love the sound of this eat like a naturopath you'll have a listen to that Amanda from home I'm sure on holidays <laughs> alrighty that's uh, health uh, and well-being on 2NURFM thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle topics range from gardening to health well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.